This is the thing that should not be. Deadpan number 289. Because too gross was not enough. We're here because we have unfinished business. We've only gone through four out of five, potentially six categories in the final Final battle Battle royale Royale, doodle doodle of the fates fates with with cheese, cheese, burger, burger, time, time, fries, fries, shake, shake, salt. salt. The winners of each round so far, the standings are we have mush, Prince, somehow, the General Lee, Millennium Falcon, and under great pressure from popular lobbyists, Gandalf the Gay. So each of these dudes, inanimate objects, things, contestants, has a shot at the title. However, as there's one more category to go, it's still anyone's duel. Anyone can still be crowned. Whatever they're going to be crowned. Alright, enough intro babble. Let's get on with the show, and let's see if we can wrap this shit up right here in episode number 289, or if it will require a 290 to finish the Duel duel of the Fates. fates. I'm not going to say all that again. Let's see. Royal. With cheese. Royal. With cheese. dive right into category number five, which might be the one to decide it all, the intangibles category. Una puta solo. Ah, just a grito. I, I, I know I still owe something to your boss, Jabba. Jabba wa ninchiko, I've got your content right here. No, no, I didn't forget to run your content last episode. I'm going to play it right now. Yes, I bet you have. Rotating. 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 Category. So our Duel of the Fates Royale with Cheese Cruise has been stopped and boarded by Jabba the Hutt. Jabba, who apparently aspires to be a James Bond villain... Now who is the Bond? I expect you to die! ...begins assigning diabolical predicaments to his victims. Smurfette is tied to the chicken scissors and then slowly lowered into a large vat of mush. Iron Man is to be sealed inside his suit with a pissed-off Clyde from Pac-Man. Pitfall Harry will be re-released for the Blackberry Q10. And since the Sarlacc pit is already occupied, Gandalf the Gay is sentenced to be thrown into Miss LeBrock. Jack Mangan and his deadpan podcast, though, receive the most insidious punishment yet. Like Captain Jack Harkness. Captain Jack Harkness. Linda Moss. Nice to meet you, Linda Moss. You mind flirting outside? I was just saying hello. For you, that's flirting. Jack is converted into an indestructible fixed point in time and forced to continue the Deadpan podcast into perpetuity. Hey, welcome to Deadpan 127,326. 
I'm your host, Jack Mangan, a.k.a. Oh, whatever. However, since this would actually qualify as a win for the rest of us, the Deadpan Podcast would have to be considered the victor of this category as well. As for Jack, well, hey, think of all the parsecs you could be nominated for. Excellent! Hi, this is Christopher Moore, world-famous unknown author on Jack Mangan's Deadpan Podcast. Keep listening. The fifth, and possibly but probably not final, category, Entangables. We'll start, as usual, with Mush. Mush is also incredibly important to sled dog teams. Damn it, Ditto already made that joke. Well, speaking of Canadians, Mush also played a vital role in You Can't Do That on Television. Why? It just did, I don't know. Green slime. Intangibles? Well, intangibles is a way of saying untouchable, and... Who wants to touch mush? Really? I mean, that's kind of gross. You touch it, you go, gross, squish, mush. But for intangibles, it works now, doesn't it? Intangibles. Again, much like the love category, mush is warm feelings of home. Both the lightning yellow gravy mush and the cornmeal mush. You love that mush so much, uh, why don't you fuck it? Is that all you got, you pathetic little muskrat? Marmot. When that cook at the deadpan makes that mush loaf overnight, then fries those slices in goose fat, and then serves them with real maple butter, it's like a hug from mom. Yeah, motherfucker, then you can lube up your tiny dick in maple butter and slide it right in. You are fucking preposterous. <laughs> Gremlin on the wing. Watch the cuddly, furry teddy bear gremlin on the wing seen by Shatner in the original Twilight Zone episode. Then check out the creepy, lizard-like gremlin creature seen by John Lithgow in the 1980s Twilight Zone movie. Now, watch the 1984 film Gremlins. Compare Fuzzy Gizmo to his evil reptilian offspring, Spike. (laughs) Freaky, huh? Coincidence? I think not. So what, did a flight attendant feed Shatner's creature a tiny bag of salted peanuts one day after midnight? After 12, I'm worse than a gremlin. Chicken scissors. Why, Scott Sigler? Why? Huey Lewis. Sorry, Huey. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. Next please. Smurfette. You know... If Gargamel would just make a human-sized Smurfette to keep him company, he might be a lot less preoccupied with that hive of tiny blue sentient insects in the forest. Let me tell you, there ain't nothing greater than the length and the strength of my creator. I want you to smurf me like an animal. Oh, Gargamel! Just saying. The intangibles category. 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 Gandalf the Gay. Albus Dumbledore was forever scarred and influenced by his first and strictest defense against the dark arts teacher and secret lover, Gandalf the Gay. Do I really need to tell you what Gandalf told him when he held him back at the end of term? Really? Okay, fine. He told him... As if you didn't see that coming. 
Jules Winfield. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? I didn't mean to do that. Ezekiel 25:17. Oh Lord, bless this thy hand grenade, that with it thou mayst blow thine enemies to tiny bits in thy mercy. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Did you notice a sign on the front of my house that said dead? <laughs> Storage? You know I ain't seen no shit. Did you notice a sign in the front of my house that said dead? <laughs> Storage? Cthulhu. Cthulhu. Yuck. Dr. Neil deGrasse Tyson. And so my life ended up becoming, for the most part, a path of most resistance because the path I chose was not the path that society had established for me. And without my lifelong interest in the universe to draw, from which I can draw energy to survive these assaults, I don't know where I'd be today. Clyde from Pac-Man. I wonder if Clyde is a natural ginger, you know, beneath his skirts. Oh, crap. I just turned blue. Van's crap joke of the day. Hey, Deadpan, this is Vandermond, and I've been asked to do a crap joke. So I'm going to nick one from Facebook. A cab driver picks up a nun. She gets into the cab, and the cab driver won't stop staring at her. She asks him, why is he staring? And he replies, I have a question to ask you, but I don't want to offend you. Shan says, my dear son, you can't offend me. When you're as old as I am and you have been a nun as long as I have, you get a chance to see and hear just about everything, and I'm sure that there is nothing you could say or ask that I would not find offensive. The bloke replies, Well, I've always had this fantasy to have a nun kiss me. She responds, Well, let's see what we can do about that. One, you have to be single, and two, you must be Catholic. The cab driver gets very excited and says, Yes, I'm single, and, and I'm Catholic too. The nun says, OK, pull into the next alley. It is, and the nun fulfills his fantasy. But when they get back on the road, the cab driver starts crying. My dear child, says the nun, why are you crying? Forgive me, sister, but I have sinned. I lied. I must confess I'm married and I'm a Baptist. The nun says, that's okay. I'm on my way to a Halloween party and my name is Kevin. Daisy Duke. That shot during the opening credits of Dukes of Hazard of Daisy in her bikini... It single-handedly hooked every viewer in to watch the rest of the hour. Prolonged America's dwindling hee-haw culture fascination. Resurrected country music. Got Reagan re-elected and even elected the first time. Inspired the conception of Scarlett Johansson. Caused the untimely deaths of both Bon Scott and John Bonham. Led to the 1980 American Olympic miracle on ice. Distracted us from our Atari 2600 joysticks. Causing us to neglect Pitfall Harry. Launched the Challenger Space Shuttle's maiden flight in 1983, incited Sting to leave the police, inspired the Dodgers to beat the Yankees in the World Series, and initiated England's war for the Falklands. Pitfall Harry. Sorry, it's not looking like you're going to win this. Enough of this bullshit. I'm saddling my ostrich and flapping the hell out of here. 
you are listening to Jack Mangan's podcast show. Deadpan is the way. Yuck. Lando Calrissian. Do you think they only serve Colt 45 at the Bespin bars? How did the rebel leaders pick Lando for that critical job anyway? Hey, who can we get to fly the super dangerous mission to destroy the new Death Star? How about that new guy who sold us out to the Empire two weeks ago? You mean the guy who lost a starship in a game of cards? Yeah, he's responsible. Didn't Admiral Akbar think it may be a trap? I'm sure he thought it smelled fishy. Stay on target! That Lando's a bad mother. Shut your mouth! I'm just talking about Lando. This discussion just went from Lando to Shaft. Ew! The Santa thing. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. The Barbarian Tribal Leader. Razor Pex Oil Hawk. Crom knows punching a camel is uncool. The Barbarian segment in the heavy metal film is embarrassingly hokey, even if the giant barbarian is voiced by John Candy. But the Tanya Roberts swimming scene in Beastmaster probably trumps anything Kelly LeBrock did for us in Weird Science. Ash from Evil Dead. You know, I met Bruce Campbell. Stood online to meet him. For hours. Paid twenty six ninety five for his book. And I just spent another 38 on a local theater screening of Army of Darkness. Plus the two fifty to see it in the Cheapy Theater in 1992. Add in Bubba Hotep and other blockbuster rentals. Motherfucker has cost me over $70 over the years. Yuck. Iron Man. Why would Iron Man wear heavy boots of lead anyway? General Lee, Millennium Falcon. Intangibles. How about this? The Millennium Lee traces its roots back to the earliest days of Deadpan. The image was inspired by Jack's bits back in episodes 9 and 10. Yes, that's right. Single digits, people. Comparing the eerie similarities between Star Wars and the Dukes of Hazard. Zmed. You know what, in all seriousness, fuck Smed. This guy represents everything wrong with the 80s. Kelly LeBrock from Weird Science. In all seriousness, Kelly LeBrock from Weird Science represents everything right with the 80s. Of course, post-Weird Science Kelly LeBrock married Steven Seagal, which was kind of a huge letdown. It really took all the wind out of the 80s neon pastel sails. This event alone is what launched grunge. The origami unicorn from Blade Runner. It's too bad she won't live! But then again, who does? The image was inspired by Jack's bits. Round 5. Intangibles. Jack, you said we could use this category to say a few words about what character we wanted to win, so I will. 
I'm torn between Clyde from Pac-Man, the Gremlin on the Wing, Arthur Dent, Lando Calrissian, and Smurfette. All those characters represent some of my absolute favorite moments in deadpan history. The deadpan research team diaries, the Hitchhiker's Guide Palooza, the Sixty Lines Project, and Nine Inch Smurfs. And now I'm wishing I had suggested somebody's character from the deadpan bar stories, Ivo from Really Big Things, and anyone from Watchmen while we were picking the characters for this Duel of the Fates. They represent some of my other favorite deadpan moments, and I kind of feel like they're missing from this list. Sorry, it's my own fault. Anyway, of the characters who are on this list, my vote for the winner of this final Duel of the Fates would have to go to Clyde from Pac-Man, because he's the one who best represents the deadpan's ongoing themes of 80s nostalgia and original, creative content. Intangibles! First of all, there is the fact that deadpan is the way. Not Cthulhu is the way, not General Lee Millennium Falcon is the way, not Krista Now, Tomy, or Origami Unicorn. Deadpan is the way. Secondly, have you ever been to any of these other guys' meetups? If you're not getting eaten, possessed, assaulted by shrubbery, having your wobbly bits sliced off, getting your life force sucked out of you, being retired, blasted, or otherwise killed, you're getting turned into a large turd, having your planet destroyed for a throughway, getting your mind melted, having to listen to the lamentation of their women, being introduced to the perils of time travel, chased by rednecks with archery equipment, being frozen in carbonite, or having your beloved planets reclassified as non-planets. No thanks. It's your new house, Pluto. They're trying to, like, shoot the messenger. It's not my fault. Would they react this way if Neptune got demoted? Finally, point C. In no particular order. Ditto, Espy, Lopan, Desert Pixie, DJ Bunny, Vanamon, Lost Ralph, Used Hair, John Bowes, Retro Amy Bowen, CJ, and Ed from Texas. Just to name a very few. We are dead Can any of our other competitors claim these intangibles? I think not. Again, I say the winner is clearly the deadpan. Deadpan is the way. Do not try and bend the spoon. That's impossible. Instead, only try to realize the truth. What truth? There is no spoon. There is no spoon? Then you'll see that it is not the spoon that bends. It is only yourself. Yeah, I'm so excited. All six of my nipples are tingling. Greasy nipples. On a speakerphone, no less. Vanamont says, CW, Star Trek TNG, The Inner Light. Judging from the portion of food served by Picard's fake wife, it's no wonder he's skinny. Justin Joe says, I suspect Magic 8-Ball would say, ouch, to this. Ed from Texas says, T-I-L. Lopan says, Mother jamming shit yes. DJ Bunny says, Another thing on our DVR that we will get to ellipsis eventually. Ditto says, CP, welcome to the machine, dash Pink Floyd. SP says, 38. Used hair says, I work quite a bit with the TSA. Been a lot of bad news for them lately, like that's any different for them. 
Amy Bowen says, only 28. I haven't seen any of the Transformers movies or any of the Twilight ones. And I stopped watching the Harry Potter movies after the fourth one. Energizer Bunny says, Calgary is under a snowfall storm warning. Woo-hoo. The first of the week, Desert Pixie says, if I'm in the silent unshow, will anyone hear me post? That's it. Jack Mangan's deadpan. The, the coolest thing to hit your computer since you spilled that cold soda last week. Hello, Deadpan. This is Amy Bowen, a.k.a. the Deadpan Ambassador. This is just a voicemail to remind everyone that the Deadpan... <laughs> the Deadpan to sign up for the annual Deadline Secret Santa... <laughs> I think I got that backwards. The deadline to sign up for the annual Deadpan Secret Santa gift exchange is this Saturday, November 23rd, 2013. Assignments will be sent out on Sunday, November 24th. If you are in, you know how to reach me. Um, I'm on the comment boards or Bowen, B-O-W-E-N, 1138 at yahoo.com. And sorry if you get this message multiple times through multiple media, but I wanted to cover all the delivery channels I could. The Deadpan Secret Santa gift exchange will continue indefinitely. Indefinitely. That is all. Deadpan is the way. All right, so Jules motherfucking Winfield wins the intangibles category, which means... We're going to drag this shit out even further. Whoa, I sound slightly different. So as I was saying, we've had 20 minutes of jokes and intangibles, and we're all joked out. We will definitely wrap up the Duel of the Fates with the tiebreaker category, the Steampunkified category, in Deadpan episode number 290, after which we will either have a winner or a six-way tie for first. And then after that... Well, we'll tidy up our affairs, either in 290 or 291, and then this podcast, like a greased-up sting playing a Harkonnen, will fade. And so yes, Deadpan continues for a little while longer beyond too gross, but not much longer. Good night and good grief.
Sure. No. Only animals. Yes. No rehearsal. The image was inspired by Jack's bits 